Hi everyone and welcome to Club Preview here at Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. We are live on YouTube tonight. Um, I am definitely feeling it this morning, Carney. Uh, <laughs> voice is very, very croaky. Um, but we, we asked Rangers all the, all the, all the social media stuff we all put up ourselves, make us dream. And it's a reality now, lads. Um, Scotia is not here at the moment. He is technically in the water. He's on a boat away to Belfast to get his passport sorted. So that's dedication to We have two guests here, Scott Carney and Ryan as well. So we'll come to you, um, Scott, first. How are you feeling this morning? Man, 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 man. I, I have to tell you, right, I, I keep having this dream on Thursday nights, right, where Rangers do so well against a, like, a European team, like a top-level European team team and last night I had this one in particular that we, we beat Leipzig at, at home and we are now in the, the final of the Europa League. Uh, yeah, look I, I don't know what time I got to sleep at last night, I'm really not sure uh, I, I couldn't bring myself down at all, I was I was stuck in, <laughs> stuck up in cloud nine, I really was and today uh, my gaffer probably doesn't watch this, I was worse than useless today there's no point in me being there at all, absolutely none, getting sucked into my phone, watching everything over and over again look, we're going to get into everything um, about it uh, I just, an unbelievable feeling and uh, I, yeah, I, I want this to last forever Ryan um, obviously we didn't see you last night how are, how are you feeling how are you feeling this morning? And um, I can tell by the smile on your face. Like every every single bear at the moment, it's it's like a fairy tale at the moment. It really is. This is going to be the hardest podcast for me. I think. I think we've, I've come on after Celtic beat three 0 and a couple of bad defeats, games that you knew the league was away, and they're tough podcasts. But how do you put that? How you put that into words last night is. I genuinely, I don't know how I'm going to do this tonight. I just, Carly covered it beautifully last night with his pod. I thought it was just so natural and raw, and I think that's what people want to see is just raw emotion when it comes to fans. And I, I was, uh, I was keeping myself together until that. I seen that intro, and I was nearly welling up again. It's just the greatest feeling ever. Um, probably the best night ever as a Rangers fan. I absolutely loved my life last night, and it was a uh, much needed, mate. Much needed. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to getting into it, but I'm a bit nervous how I'm going to uh, dissect it. Let's put it that way. Sorry, yeah, Alistair, I... before you come to you, I've got breaking news. Scott Gemmell's in oh. the chat. <laughs> how do we get there via Belfast? <laughs> Have a good show, boys. <laughs> I've got no idea where he is. Uh, to, to explain things a wee bit better, Scotia's passport's out of date. The only place that you could get an appointment is Belfast. Scotia is now on a boat to Belfast to get his uh, his passport sorted. Scotia booked several ages ago and didn't think about maybe yeah. checking his passport. So yeah, dedication and a half, Scotia man. That is that is incredible, mate. So happy sailing, Scotia. Uh, haste you back, man. Yeah. Dangerous letting loose Scotia in Belfast. <laughs> in really Belfast, honestly. We might never see him again. <laughs> never see him. I think there's a few there's a few pubs over there, there's another there's just a few a, Rangers pubs over there, I think. Just there's a, a couple few. just there's just a couple to be honest. But um but yeah, means me and Scotia have, have booked to go to Seville, we've got our flights booked and everything. So if Scotia maybe can't make it, there may be a, a flight and accommodation available. So we'll find out <laughs> how he gets on in Belfast. But um no, I mean, last night, I mean, I, I'll, I'll admit it, 
I cried at the end of that game. That was the emotion of it. It was it was unbelievable. We'll, we'll, we'll just we'll get into the game and what the team lineup was. Obviously, it was news had a wee laugh at me when I mentioned a guy that would play last night. Um, I thought he was outstanding. The team was Al McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Bassey, Barisic, Lundstrom, Ryan Jack, Joe Rebo, Glenn Kamara, Scott Wright and Ryan Kent. I'll come back to you, Ryan. We surprised with the team and there was one guy in there that I said would play and it was Glenn Kamara. And I know a couple of the lads had a wee chuckle on and saying, how many play Glenn Kamara? <laughs> That's why you play Glenn Kamara in European football. You're 100% right, mate. You, you hit the nail on the head. And um, when I was outside, uh, me and my dad are always up a bit early and we'll go and watch the players warming up. And I seen the lineup, I thought, for not for the first time, I do not get that lineup, but trust the process and let's see what happens. And and Gio nails it again and he deserves deserves huge credit with his team selection and his tactics once again because he has worked this Rangers team out. He's settled in. He's sorted that lot out. He knows how they play, but that's, I mean, that's irrelevant. We've got bigger fish to fry, but he really has came to the came to the show with his tactics. He really has, and everything was spot on. I thought if we're being picky, you could maybe pick that Scott Wright wasn't maybe a right man to start, but do you know what? He'd, he'd done some really nice, and he, he set Kamara up for his goal as well, so it would probably be a bit harsh if I was being picky, but yeah, the line-up for me, was a typical geo lineup where I thought, mm, I don't know if I'd have went with that, but yeah, what do I know? That's why he's the Rangers manager. Gani, obviously you've seen a team lineup as well. You've seen Glenn Kamara was there. Is Glenn Kamara in your team for the final? Oh God, don't ask me that just now, mate. <laughs> Look, yeah, it, it kind of proved me wrong. I, I definitely didn't pick him on my team, but I think that's based on Murray's current form. Um, before I met Ryan as well, um, last night before we went into the game and we actually seen Kamar Roof going into the stadium and he was he was quite late on and a guy near us shouted at him I take it you're not playing and he was like no I'm not fit and obviously then you see the team uh, I think that was about half six I think Kamar Roof was going in and then obviously the team came out not long after that and yeah it raised a few eyebrows for me for sure I couldn't really figure it out at all and even into the game it took me a long time to figure out what kind of formation we were playing it was uh, bizarre, really bizarre. But look, I think we are. Uh, we've all had conversations about Gio, and we've all been a wee bit unsure about what he's doing and what his process is. I don't think anybody's got an argument right now to say that this guy's not the right man for the job anymore. And there's nothing I love more when we're all wrong um, about something as as serious as that. It's because we want to be successful, but. To do what he done last night, um, Kamara to do what he done last night. Kamara was so influential for us last night, and I don't. It is right, and it is it's right, and it's wrong. But we shouldn't be singling out players because every single player, every single player gave everything to us last night. They gave everything for the cause last night, and including every single, um, every single fan. Uh, I, I could not, if you'd have put a gun to my head last night, I couldn't have picked a man of the match. The man of the match to me was every single person inside stadium and that wasn't part of the Red Bull, um, the Red Bull kind of squad, the, the team, the, 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 the kind of contingent that they brought over. It was, it was, it was the, the, the whole of Ibrooks, if that makes sense. Ibrooks got man of the match, if that makes any sort of sense. Incredible. And I would message today from like uh, Rob, one of subscribers, been messaging uh, Arthur Harvey as well. And uh, 
yeah, and it, well, everybody's the same. This is just dreamland stuff. It's stuff you didn't expect to happen. I appreciate your comments, Ryan, about my my my, my post match when I got in. The reason I done it is. I said to just before we started, before we come on live there, I was like, I'm just going to sit down, I'm just going to hit record, and I'm just going to talk because I had to talk. I feel like I had to say something, and what uh, I knew it wasn't going to be the breaking down of the game, and we would have more time, we've got plenty of time to talk about this game. But the it was just the pure raw emotion of it last night. I've never, I've never felt like that. I've never felt, I've never felt like that at a game where I was so unbelievably involved in the game, like. I mean, usually for old firms and stuff, you get yourself in a bit of a state. But for <laughs> but for last night, I mean, I've I don't think I, I've ever been like that. And to to go through it all and, and to get to what we got to in the end, me, uh, we, we are podcasters and we are meant to try and find the words to sum this up, but we can't. But I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because I think every single Rangers fan is exactly the same right now. That you can't put that into you can't put that into words. You can't. You really can't. Sorry, I'm going on. Yeah, I'm going on and on now. But my, put it this way, my mum's just came down for the weekend. And uh, I just before that, I, I finished up, turned the, the the tablet and the phone off from work. I put in days off. Um, spoiler alert, I'm going to lose staunch points here. I can't go to Seville because I had a very sobering talk with Scotia walking down Pays the Road after the game last night. My passport's out of date, so <laughs> there is not a chance that I can get to Seville. Look, that... I would love to be there, but my dad can't go. For me, the most important thing for me is to watch that game with my dad. Uh, so that's I'm kind of happy that it's not happened at the same time, even though I'll be gutted that I'm not there as soon as I see the pictures. But my mum said to me, um, I took a half day on the Wednesday and I took Thursday and Friday off because if we win, I'm probably going to be on it for about five days. And she was like, it's a game of football. And I went, see, that's that's not a game of football. It just isn't a game of football, mum. You, you're not really <laughs> grasp, you're not grasping the magnitude of this. Um, it's not a game of football. It means more to me than pretty much anything else in the world. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, how I'm feeling and how we're all feeling. Sorry, that was just, again, a ramble. This is just brilliant, though, isn't it? <laughs> Honestly, it's a bit, it's a bit sick, can I? I mean, Ryan, just go off the podcast. I'll just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't, be, don't apologize. Like you say, it's, it's it's hard to sum up much, to be honest. Last night, it was, um, I, I was the same with you hitting every ball last night. It was the emotion going through it. And I mean, I, look, I looked at a team lineup, I honestly thought Kamara Roof would start because David Edgar said something in one of his daily updates last week and kind of alluded to he would start or he thought he would start, which I thought, well, he usually gets some inside information. So when I seen the Scott right up there, and I, I, was, I was wondering where's the goals coming from. Um, but they came out of traps, Rangers. I mean, it was an emotional light. Obviously, Jimmy Bell, the minute silence before, the, the team were up for it. They wanted to do it for Jimmy. They wanted to do it for, for Walter as well. We, we said that at the beginning of the, beginning of the week. And... They come out the traps, Rangers. And I honestly I think that that Leipzig team, Leipzig are a very good team. A soulless team, I think. Their fans as well. I was in Glasgow City Centre yesterday walking about with, I was in with Scotia and some of their fans were in. And you, they, they don't really look like football fans, they look like tourists, to be honest. The Leipzig fans, but they're a bit of a soulless club, to be honest. But they are a new club, Leipzig, so just money pumped into them. But no, I thought Rangers were started brilliantly, and then the first goal, um, Ryan. That man, Glenn Kamara, does brilliantly. Slips Ryan Kent in for another assist. And guess who's at the back of the post? James Tavernier to go seven goals in the Europa League. What more can this guy do? Unbelievable start for Rangers. 
It was it was unreal. And I, do you know what I said? I think if this makes sense, I was like, I hope we don't score too early. And there's just this nervous lull with us. So I just think that um I think it was a perfect start for us. Just the momentum was with us and then we scored at a good time. The place erupted. Rangers took a they were just so direct. It's like you know, you watch us against like Dundee United or Aberdeen or whoever at home and we're trying to score that perfect goal. It's almost like they grabbed the game by the balls. It's like the Rangers team of last season. Kent just going direct to them and, and, and maybe having a flash at Tav and going, I'm just having this. I'm putting it across the box. If he gets it, he gets it. And Tav busting his gut, of course he gets it. That's what he does. He goes in at the back post and uh, exactly where a right back should be at the back post there. Um, it's just that's just the way Rangers have been in Europe this season. They've just been so the belief in themselves to just take a chance and have a shot like Kamara did. I genuinely believe if if that was Motherwell last night, I'm, I reckon Kamara would just put his studs in that and then squared it outright, or, or he wouldn't have had a shot. There's no chance. There's just they have a belief in themselves in Europe and what a start and what an atmosphere. I mean, the roar was. Was exceptional, and, and I, th- I think we all believed this team could do it. But when they scored that first goal, you were like, "This is this could be our night. This could be it. We, we could get to a final here." Yeah, can I mean I, I said the first goal was critical. I thought for us to get it first, if they'd got the first one, I th- thought it'd be a mountain to climb. But it was a, a great goal, and like like I say, Tav at the back post again. I, I know Gio said in his post match that he's been telling Tav to sort of always be there at that back post and he scored some amount of goals for there and it just set us up nicely like Ryan says it wasn't too early that we scored it was a good time that we scored and um, I had a confidence at that point we would kick on and, and go on and win that game I really did what about yourself? Um, with James Tavernier the top goal scorer in the Europa League and he's a right back <laughs> what? honestly like you're running out ways to de- describe James Tavernier honestly if I if an alien came to earth and you were trying to explain what a right back's role was and then showed them James Tavernier's stats they'd be going what? you sure? Uh, ah but the goal was um, very special very very special Uh it's, it was the first time that Ryan Kent got free that, and he had a chance to run at them and he did. Glenn Kamara does so well. And yeah, James Tavernier's at the back post and he buries it. I, I'm, I've, I've said it and I said, I said I don't want to keep repeating myself, um, but I, I felt I felt different last night. I felt, I didn't feel confident, but I didn't feel as if we were going to get beat either. It's a very hard thing to try and explain. And when we scored, I was like, we're back in this. Like, here we go. Like, this, like it's now, now, now. Like, like it's back. Anybody's going to be able to win this. To say I was confident, mate, probably not. I'd be lying because I don't think I truly believed. Genuinely, I don't think I truly believed. Without doing a you, mate, and jumping at the end, uh, I don't think I believed until Lundstrom scored. And when Lundstrom scored, I, I just knew. At that point, I knew. Uh, but we'll come on to why at that point. But... Uh, it was a perfect start for Rangers. Red Bull would start to get into a wee bit of a rhythm. They were moving the ball really well. They were getting themselves forward. They're a good team. They're a very good team. Soulless, I 100% agree with. There is no soul in that team at all. They're a marketing team. That's all they are. But they do have the best of facilities. They do have the best of kits. They the best of whatever else you you would like to think. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure their stadium's pretty good. Uh, so like. They, they get everything handy to them and there is money's not really a a consideration for them. 
So yeah, for our our right back, uh, our captain that has been to the bottom and the top with us to get the opening goal, it was all rather fitting. And a shout out to Scotia, he got the first goal scorer and the final score correct. Yeah, he did, Scotia. It's probably the only thing he'll get correct, to be honest. Um, <laughs> Ever in his life. <laughs> I know, I know. First Scotia. Um, but no, I mean, when we went, went up, Ibrox was bouncing. The do-do-do-do was out as well, Ryan. I always think of you when I think of that song um, when we <laughs> sang it. And then literally a couple of minutes later, again, great play. Scott Wright nicks the ball, I think. It's a kind of, I think it's, was that a Rebo and Kamara kind of link up? Scott Wright touches it off to Kamara and what a finish it was. It doesn't lash at it, just kind of passes into the back of the net and we're 2-0 up and Ibrooks at this point is going tonto. It was, the govern front was, there was limbs, that's how you describe it, absolute mm-hmm. limbs. Um, as soon as it, as soon as I didn't know it was right, it did it to a scene where I rewatched it at 2 o'clock this morning with my dad, but I didn't realise it was right that laid him off, but as soon as Kamara hit it, I literally grabbed the guy next to me's shoulder and I was like, because I knew it was in. He just the bend he put on it. I was at a perfect angle for it. And what a finish. I mean, this is this is Glenn Kamara, as you say, in Europe. This is what he does. And this is why we've praised him saying, well, I've certainly praised him saying, I think he's got the ability to walk into any team because of his style of play, because of how he holds the ball up, drops the shoulder. He's a great team player. Yeah, he just suits European football and that. Where the confidence came to have that because we all know Glenn Kamara cannot shoot, but he's just passed it into the goal. And it's a that's your finesse finish in FIFA, that's a holding an R2 number. It's it really was such a beautiful finish. And I, the place went berserk. And I've got tears, I've got my tears in my eyes already, not for the first time that night, but I've got literally tears running down my face. And then when things calm down, I'm holding the seat in front of me, trying to compose myself, bring myself back into right, the game's not finished yet. And, there's plenty of work to do, but by God, the, the, the buzz around that stadium, best I've ever heard by by far. I know you were going to probably ask me later on in the pod, but I can't, I, it, again, this is, I'm touching on what I said at the beginning of the pod. It's so hard to describe unless you were there. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely the best atmosphere for me last night. That was, like you said, I mean, it's hard to describe to somebody that wasn't there. It's it's an incredible feeling Um they can in the second goal. Glenn Kamara does not shoot. Glenn Kamara does not score from outside the box. <laughs> Glenn Kamara did this last night. At that point, when we were 2 0 up after 23, 24 minutes, and it was Glenn Kamara. Did you believe then? <laughs> See, yes, mate. That's when I went. If Glenn Kamara is scoring from outside the box, that something's happening here. Like something is in the. This is the point where I went from. I went to disbelief. I could not believe that we'd got ourselves 2 0 up in the first half. The Scott Wright does so well because he loses the ball and then he wins it back. Honestly, like he, it, it's everything. There was nobody gave up last night. And I'll come back to the goal. Sorry. Even Ryan Jack at one point charges back because he makes a messy pass and he must cover about 30 yards and puts in an unbelievable tackle. Same as Golden. Golden put in an outstanding tackle in the box. And I'm like, wow, everything's happening for us here. But the move um, for Kamara's goal is genuinely, genuinely top class. Kamara finishes like that, like, like Kevin De Bruyne-esque. It's just so calm and composed into the bottom corner. The keeper has got absolutely no chance to get on that. And yeah, um, 
at the time I didn't see what he'd done. Um, that he took off the armband and kissed it for, um, for Jimmy Bell. A, a rather amazing thing to do, uh, and maybe summed up that whole night and and one move by doing that. What it what it meant, but yeah, mate, I went, I went fucking tonto at this point. Yes, I went, <laughs> I went ballistic. I'm agree with Ryan. That's the first time that I could feel myself filling with emotion uh, at the thought of. And I didn't say it out loud around the guys. I speak to the guys next to me. I speak to guys in front of me. My dad as well sitting next to me. And I didn't utter the words, fuck, we could do this here. I didn't because I didn't let myself say it. I, I was like, don't say it because you'll jinx it. So fucking don't say it. But um, in, in my head, I was going, my goodness, my goodness, we are. We are going to do this right now. Uh, and even when I met you at half time, mate, I was still like, rrr, rrr. but in my head, I was going, fucking hell, we're going to Seville, lads. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, just outstanding, genuinely outstanding. I could just sit and talk about this all night, literally. Uh, I can't get enough of it. I really can't. Yeah, when it went 2 0 after 23 24, man, it's dreamland stuff. It really is to be against a very good Leipzig team. Um, to be two up, we did what we did against Braga. We came out the traps and took it to them. And I think they froze, froze it. Ibrooks again, another team that's came to Ibrooks, not dealt with the atmosphere at all. We were one hundred and ten percent behind the players all night. Um, it was a fantastic start. We nearly went three 0 up at one point. It was across the back post. Tav does well. Joe Aribo swipes thin air. He's got to score. And if that, he we has to score up, that. Oh, yeah. Go score. If we'd went 3 0 up, oh my god. Ali, do you know what? Ali, you'll be the same where we sat in the club deck. I thought he'd hit it and it was like looping in. Yeah. Something. So I was up and all of a sudden it get cleared away and I was like, oh my god. And I was like, oh no, he had to score that. If we if went 3 0 up, for fucking hell, man. <laughs> that would have just been. But he does have to, he has to score that, no doubt, man. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's got to score. He's got to score. But yeah, so. The, the, McGregor doesn't do much. We doesn't have to do much the whole game. He also remember that that half doesn't do much. We do well. The only downside was my man Joe Rebo came off with an injury just before half time. Um, potato man, it'll be five, six hour pods. Just strap yourself in. Um, <laughs> no, it won't, no, everybody. No, it won't. No. It won't. <laughs> it won't. It won't. Um, what was that? What was I talking about? Um, no. So we got got to half time. Joe Rebo had to come off with an injury. The man for Zambia come on replaced him. Um, Ryan, half time, two 0 up. Were you dreaming at that point, or were you thinking this is Rangers? There's going to be a sucker punch somewhere. <laughs> do, you, do you know? I was more. I said to my dad, <clears throat> "Well, I went for a, I went up for a drink first, and then I come back down, and I said I'm more nervous now at two 0 than I was before the game started, yeah. just because it's in our hands now. We've done the hard work and." You know, this Rangers team, they can be their own worst enemy at times if they they can invite the pressure on and they can get things wrong. When they get things right, they're unplayable. But I just, I was so, my anxiety was through the roof, Ali, it really was. And I believe, I still believe we could do it. Of course I did. But um, I was just thinking to myself, are Leipzig not going to score here? Are they not going to score tonight? I'm not so sure, but I also did say as well, I believe that we could score again. And obviously both my both thoughts materialised. But yeah, I was I, I believe we could do it, but I was just so nervous. Like I was literally sitting down with my hands in my my hands in my head, just like 
surely we could just get another 45 minutes like a performance like and we're we're in Seville. Yeah, I know. That's the way I was looking at it. was like 45 minutes of football yeah. here, just to keep them out if we can. It, it, was, it was dreamland stuff at halftime, I think. That, and we'll just got, I'm sort of cautious at time here because I don't want to be a four of a pod like Potato Man was <laughs> going about. But we obviously go into the second half. I, Rain, I thought Rangers were still decent. To be fair, not the ball about looked good. Ryan Jack had to come off with looks like potentially an injury. Um, so Balgan came on, Scott Wright came off, and Scott Arfield came on. Um, so it was a much change Rangers team from the, the, the starting team. But Carney, we had a warning sign. Leipzig opened us up, and um, Alan McGregor does well to, to save it. And then literally 30 seconds later, it's a sucker punch that we all wait for at Ibrox sometimes, especially this season. I can't really fault Rangers, I don't think, to be honest. It's a, it's a decent ball in for the boy, that and Cuckoo Gambles, and it's a great finish from him, to be honest. And it's 2-1 at that point. I'll be honest, Carney, when it went 2-1, I'm going, oh no, what do we do now? I watched Man City the other night absolutely crumble. I thought, do we go down that road? Or do they continue to play the game we were playing and hopefully get a goal in it? Yeah, uh, I mean, don't be cautious about time, mate. Is there another game coming up or something? There's only one game that I can really think of. That's, <laughs> yeah, there's only one game that I can think of that's important right now. Um, no, look, just quickly on the first half, we played, I think, tacticians will correct me, it was a 3-4-3. We played with Tav on the right and uh, Barisic on the left of the midfield. Kind of a three four three. I think that's what we went for with Lundstrom in the back three playing the right of a centre half three. And in my head, as I was looking at it, I was going, "This is baffling, man. Like I can't, I can't figure out why we're doing this or what we're doing this for." But Gio got it absolutely spot on, and he got us to half time two nothing up. I mean, the guy cannot get enough credit for how correct he got it. This, I am a massive fan of. There is plan A to Z here. There isn't plan A, B and C. There is plan A to Z. We will do what we have to do, where we have to do it. And I'm, I know you've come on and speak about players, but there is there is one man in particular that we all know that is, he is, <laughs> he's doing everything that he's asked for and more. He really is. So um, he's the best on earth, would you say? Hey, I would say, I'd say maybe, ooh, baby, you know what that's worth, <laughs> and then say that he's the best on earth, yes. Uh, but no, 100%. And yeah, mate, I, I think my my emotions, the way I was in the first half, was always because I had the bit in the back of my head where I went, there'll be a sucker punch here. There will be something that hits us, but I'll go, oh, bastard. And then you are, you're in that, you're in that zone of kind of, panic and kind of disbelief because you almost didn't want to believe in case you got let down. Look, there's no matter how many times people try and say that we need to move on from where we've been and what happened to us, that scar tissue cut deep, man, really deep. It's it's still very much in everybody's mind of what happened to our our club. We didn't know we were going to have a club at one point and look at what happened to us last night. On the goal... I think Arfield could do better, but I think I would be nitpicking. I think he's too far away to try and be blocking across. It has to get closer and quicker. Um, Al McGregor's save, by the way, is superb. Absolutely brilliant. But the, the goal itself, what a finish. I think that boy's rated at 80 million, 90 million, yeah. something ridiculous yeah. like that. I mean, come on. I mean, it's a great finish. It's a great goal. And it's, yeah. But there was a, I also thought, again, I'm gone, man. I'm sorry. The, 
when it went 2-0, when we got to 2-0, um, maybe in the start of the second half or the end of the first half, kind of a wee bit into the second half, we looked nervous and I think the crowd started to feel a wee bit nervous because of what's on the line. And that's, that's, that's human reactions. That is fine for that to happen. It generally is. And I was saying, I, like the guys, were, I was like, the, the, the nerves are here because the crowd had simmered. It was still very loud, but the crowd had simmered a wee bit and every decision, the referee started making some baffling decisions, yeah, truly baffling decisions. But, it didn't really cost us in the end. I know you're kind of looking at it at the time through really heated emotion. Uh, so it didn't really cost us in that. So when they scored, it was like, right, okay. And I, I was one of the ones that stood up and they started clapping my hands. I was like, this is fine. We all expected them to score. We did all expect them to score. So they have scored. Okay, let's regroup and let's go again. But great finish. It is a great finish. And it was, it was coming though. That wee period they had, it did feel like it was coming. Yeah, I thought they won. Does and it's, it's it's difficult to take sometimes because you don't want you don't want to get, make yourself believe too much because it's so close. It's within your hands, especially being two up. And they score that. You can call it sucker point score, Ryan, but it brings it back to two one. Where what was it? 20, 25 minutes left of the game or something. At that point, were you thinking? No, we can still go on and get another goal in this game, or did you think, Christ, we might need to strap ourselves in for extra time here? Yeah, I'll be honest, I thought it was going to be extra time because of the time of the goal, obviously, was it 70 minutes, I think, we scored? I think I was thinking to myself, it's going Stop to be uh, it's going to be extra time, probably, because I was thinking we weren't creating enough either. It was long balls to Sakala, and I just didn't see we were going to create much. But I think in terms of Leipzig, they showed their quality throughout the night. I thought I thought their one touch pass and their movement was there, but we frustrated them with our defensive shape, which we always do against teams, and it's it's so underrated by this Rangers team how well they're set up. And that's a lot of that's down to, to Steven Gerrard's management team and how he's installed that into them because they do move so well off the ball. And I've said before on podcasts, I think I think they're the best team off the ball that I've seen, best Rangers team off the ball I've seen. But Leipzig flexed their muscles a bit and they got their goal and they probably deserved it, Ali. They were threatening us for a bit and, as you say, McGregor pulled off a worldie, an absolute worldie, and it's why he's our number one and I do get, I, I totally get the criticism he's had, but Alan McGregor's our number one just now and he'll go out as our number one. Um, he pulls off a world-class save and when he pulled that off, I looked at the guy next to me and I was like, we just gave each other a look as if that's the kind of moments they're the kind of moments that go for you that you need to go for you. It was the same in Leipzig. The, I know I'm going back the way, but the away leg when that boy went through on goal and it's an open goal and all he needs to do is just pass it in the net and he misses it. It's moments like that. You need a bit of luck to get to a final or to win the trophy. And Rangers are getting that bit of luck and that those moments are going for us just now. But yeah, I thought this could be going extra time and this could be a long night, but I was all set for it because I, I still believe Rangers could do it. Yeah, I, I was I was the same. I mean, Leipzig after they scored, had a wee five minute spell where they get in behind us a couple of times, but they made the wrong decision. Like you say, Ryan, is that that bit of luck that we we've had? We've not had luck. That's that's not fair to say. We have had luck, but we've earned we've earned what where we are at the moment. It's not as if we've been very lucky getting to this cup final. We haven't. We've um, knocked out big teams and we've done it convincingly. Um, but there was those wee bits of luck that I thought that ah, boys made the wrong decision. We made the right decision. It could go to each, and it, it went for us. Um, but obviously, ten minutes to go. I think it's um, 
Is it Tav or somebody whips a ball into the box? Connor Goldson goes up. There's three guys around him. Looks for the foul. Falls to Ryan Kent in the wing. Does what he does, Ryan Kent. Plastic eye. Whips a ball. It looks, from where I'm sitting in the club, you know where I sit, kind of more to the sort of Colton Road side. I actually thought he was going to loop in the goal at that point. And the defender um, sort of nods it back out. And there he is, Ryan. The best man on earth, John Lundstrom, to stroke it away. And at this point, Ryan, I'll admit we are going to the final. I knew there was still 10 minutes to go, but I thought, no, this is it. We are definitely going to the final. We'd done it. We'd done it and everything you had done it. It was... Get emotional when you think about it, boys, but it, it was it was something special. It really was. I mean, the song come on. I'll be honest, I did not know who'd put it back in the back of the net. I was just like trying to gain my, regain my balance and... I'm watching, I'm up on top of the reason I'm trying to regain my balance because I'm standing on top of my seat. Uh, we'll not get into that. But there's just limbs everywhere. There's people jumping all over the place and I'm watching the players run into the corner. And then I'm seeing the fans spilling out and I'm just like, go on yourself, boys. Get yourselves in about the players. Like I would do the same if I was down there. And it was just, uh, oh, it was, uh, again, I know it's not, what, it's not what people want to tune in for, but I find it hard to put any words what that goal meant. And as I said, when the song came on, I didn't, I didn't even know it was Lundstrom. I just wanted the ball. Somebody smash that in the back of the net. And the old baby, do you know what it's worth? He smashes it into the back of the net. And I couldn't have picked, picked a better man to do it. He loved it. Absolutely. And he deserves it because it, you, it shows you, I, I say it to my kids all the time, and you know this, attitude and desire is everything. And you'll get out of life what you put into it. John Lundstrom has emptied the tank game after game after game lately and he got his just rewards last night and he puts us into Seville, into the final with a chance of winning a European trophy and yes, there was no other outcome once he did that. Yeah, I know, I 100% agree. I, I thought that with those, the way we've been playing the last two months, there's two players in particular that we, we single out in this podcast a lot and it's, it's Calvin Bassey and John Lundstrom and it was fitting that he scored that winner. I think he deserved it. I mean, Carney, We'll, we, we've got egg all over our face completely. Um, I remember a way back to when we played Alish Kelt, if you can remember a way back then, in the playoff to get into the Europa League, John Lundstrom got himself sent off. Two stupid bookings, and we both went, that's him done. I can't see him coming back for that. They were needless bookings. And if somebody told me at that point when we were saying... John Lundstrom will score the winning goal to put you in the final of the Europa League. You'd have told him to piss off, to be honest. But what a turnaround for John Lundstrom. We talk about it every week in this podcast now, but again, unbelievable last night. And what a goal it was. To keep the head, the composure, didn't really lash out at it, but just to keep the head, putting it back in it. And let's say, Ibrook's absolutely madness at that point. Um. As you started talking about that, mate, somebody started chopping onions near me, genuinely. Um, John Lundstrom is a Hollywood movie within a Hollywood movie of what's happening at Rangers right now, genuinely. Um, the guy has been a, a, literally a sensation. And I know there isn't... Sometimes it's hard when you're generally you're, you're doing a pod because it's hard to put into words how much that goal meant. And when the ball went over and it flipped... Um, even just before that, I remember I said to my dad, I said, a goal for either team here 
wins it because the other team are only going to score. I just had that feeling of so if somebody scores here, that's going to be it. Do you know what I mean? It's not going to happen um, for us. It was either going to finish two each or um, three one to us. I, I had that in my head. And when the cross came in from Ken, there was like a, a moment of kind of slow motion. And I remember as the ball was coming in, I looked away from the ball and looked down and Lundstrom had started to move back. And I thought, oh, he's moved. And it just, the way it fell for him, and he just lashed it. Uh, It could not have fell to a better guy. And generally, see that song after he scored? Um, I have never heard that at Ibrox. Uh, we've, we, uh, we've seen Alfredo score a really good goal for us and we've we've sang Alfredo Morelos, his name, we've sang his, his song. That last night, the John Lundstrom um, one when he scored. The only time I feel the club deck moves is when people do the bouncy. Even when we score, the club deck doesn't really move. See last night after when he scored and that song came on, the whole stadium was literally moving, absolutely moving. That is a moment that I'm going to remember for the rest of my life and regardless of what happens in Seville because I said it last night that's I have never felt more part of something than the way that I did last night I felt like I was on that pitch with the players I think we all kind of felt like that we were all literally in it together and yeah um, I'm very fortunate that I get to, there's a lot of people that can't go to games and can't get season tickets or can't afford to get to games there's a, a number of reasons I'm very fortunate I'm an, uh, that I get to go to these games and I, I, I wouldn't rather have been anywhere else sitting next to my dad to experience something like that it's yeah it's it's up there with one of the best Rangers moments of my life mate and egg out all, all over my face and Big John if you want to come up and lay one on me mate for the fact that I'd written you off I'm more ha- more than happy for you to do so generally I, I, I couldn't even care um, you probably deserve to because right now John Lindstrom, John Lindstrom to me is everything that Glasgow Rangers is to all of us um, John Lindstrom gets this he understands this and I hope he I hope he never leaves already genuinely I think the guy is a uh, an absolute man mountain for Rangers, and I was delighted that it was him. It couldn't, it couldn't, it was, it was, it was literally perfect, mate. Perfect. Somebody outside obviously agrees, but beating the horn though. Yeah. <laughs> did order, I didn't order a taxi. Is, did you order a taxi for me? So I stopped talking. Maybe, maybe it's maybe it's John. Maybe it's John Lundstrom coming to put. Oh, maybe John, John Lundstrom. No, it's not, door, it's, not, leather, it's, not, it's not John. It's not John. He'll be coming to my door next to leather me can as well, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, I, what a turnaround for a player. I, there, was a, there was a point near the end of the game, I think it was a couple minutes left, and John Lundstrom went and won a ball because he wanted it, and he drove up the park with it, and I was like, that's what I want. That's what we've been crying out for years in that Rangers midfield, and I just thought, just signified what he's all about, John Lundstrom. But obviously, we've got to get that goal. Sakala has a chance near the end where he kind of fluffs it a wee bit. But to be honest, nothing happened majorly to make our hearts go wild at points. We did the usual, which was give a corner kick away. I was going to say, I was going to say that. I <laughs> so was that. It wouldn't be Rangers without giving a corner kick away in the last seconds of the game. To be fair, Ryan Kent, I don't really think could do much more. Big Bassy tried to come up the park and three of them took it off him. Um, the corner comes in, they bring their goalkeeper up. We've seen that maybe before when goalkeepers have came up, St Johnston last season. Um, but Rangers deal with it. Out it comes out the box and the full-time whistle goes. And Ryan, I'll, I'll, cut, I'll come back to you there. Oh, I, oh, man, I, I cried at the end of that. 
never hugged so many guys in my life beside me. We were all all in floods of emotion and to see the players, the staff, the fans, everything. What a feeling. What a feeling that was. Aye, I'll uh, try and keep it together. Uh, yes, it was when the final whistle, I mean, I was biting my scarf and I'm I'm shaking. I was shaking, waiting and waiting that whistle. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I knew what they'd worked so hard for and what we were desperate to desperate to hear was, was coming. But when that whistle goes, I mean the emotion just you can only you can only hold on to it for so long and then I just burst out into tears, jumped jumped up in my seat, turned round, and uh, as you know the old boy doesn't sit he doesn't sit directly next to me, he sits two rows behind me and five seats along. And I'm looking for him, and he's his lips going as well. And it was just the most special moment, one of the most special moments of my life. It was, it was up there with, with anything. And this, uh, this is no joke aside. And I hope the ex-wife is watching this, but it was up there with me having the boys. It was just phenomenal, phenomenal moment of my life. And I jumped over the two rows and just grabbed the old boy and just held each other for ages. And I think that's maybe the first time I've hugged him, like actually properly hugged my dad. <laughs> But we were just overcome with emotion, pride, happiness, glory, excitement, relief. I don't know what else to say. I genuinely don't know what else to say. It was just, and when the music jumps on, you're just like, it's party time and these players deserve this because they have put so much into it. They've left it out in the, left out in the park. They said before the game, we're going to leave everything out in the park for Jimmy Bell. Talks cheap, boys, but oh my God, digis. Every single one of them left their, emptied the tank, left their heart and soul out there, and that's why we deserve to be in the fight. That's why we're there. That's why we're there, because attitude, desire, everything was there, and yes, I'm feeling it. John Lundstrom's song, simply everything, everything came on, and it was just party time. It really was probably like the best hour of my life after that game. Amazing. Yeah, can't it? Just, just listen to that I talk about it there. I wish I could morph back in time. It's if you could bottle up, you could bottle that half hour, whatever it was, after the game, we were all there together. It was it's something special. We've had special nights this season, Dortmund. We talk about when I'm feeling it come on against um when Hollander scored against Celtic, and we went, Oh, what a feeling that was. But last night, the, at the end of that game, the outpouring of emotion for the players, staff, fans, everyone that was there, to be honest, it was it was something special, and you, at least, you, at least, if whatever happens in the final, you can at least look back and go, "I, I was there that night," and it'll be talked about for years to come. If we're still doing this podcast in thirty years, same with old guys, you'll look back to that game. It'll be one of those games you look back to and go, "That's one of well, it's the greatest game I've been at as a Rangers fan in my lifetime so far. So far, um, I'm hoping there's one more to, to beat that. But um, what a feeling, Carnival. I don't know how you sum that up. I mean, Ryan did it very well there, but your emotions at the end. I know you sit with your dad, and I know you're really close to your dad and that. But yeah, to 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 witness that with your dad must have been special. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, I'll try and hold it together here. You just I know I should have said that actually because I'll say you off. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what I'm like. Um, I think I, I when the final whistle went, I stood up and tried to tried to scream, tried to cheer, and I just cried. Literally, I just... And I remember the guys next to me, um, Gordon and Al, and, and um, I, I wish Megan had been there. Megan sometimes did as well. I wish she'd have been there. And my dad's grabbing me, and I just had a, 
I kind of moment to myself. I just I remember kind of staring down and kind of I looked up at the, the last time I looked up at the pitch, it was the ref blowing the the whistle, and, and I kind of looked down. And the next thing I looked up, and there was so many people on the pitch in terms of the, all the staff and all the rest of the players, and I, I couldn't stop crying. Like I couldn't. There is few, very few things in life that give you that. They give you. I could, I, 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 even if I didn't know the guys that sat next to me, like they would have still hugged me, they would have still kissed me. This is what it's all about to be a Rangers fan. It was, it was magical, mate. And yeah, to, to share it with my dad, mate. Cheers, Ali. Thanks very much, mate. Getting me through that spot, man. Um, I, yeah, I should never have mentioned that. <laughs> no, but no, not everybody gets to do it, but mate, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know how lucky I am to do this and where yeah. I sit with my dad and the seat that I have with my dad, and um, t- for him, it's still becoming to games. And yeah, it was very, very emotional. We had um, a massive cuddle as well. Uh, I see a, a massive cuddle. I'm a, you all know, I'm a big softy, so I hug my dad all the time. Um, I hug my dad when we score against Livingston for fuck's sake, never mind scoring against <laughs> Red Bull. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's a, it's it was a, just a great moment, mate. And that picture that was on the intro, and um, that's been on all my socials as well. And that's me just beginning to calm down as I'm crying. And I took that picture because I thought I'm keeping this forever because. It will be a game, mate, even if it doesn't go the way that we expect it to go, not expect it, want it to go, not expect, expect's the wrong word, uh, the way we want it to go in Seville. Um, that, that, nobody can ever take last last night away from you. Um, we were there when we experienced that, and it was genuinely out of this world. There isn't words, there isn't words in the English, there isn't words in any sort of language to describe what last night was. It was... It was sensational. It was fantastic. It was better than I thought it could ever be. And yeah, it was one of the one of the best. It's as the best Rangers moment I've ever had in my entire life. It was, and I remember. I still remember when Novo scored the penalty for us to go to, um, for us to go to Manchester. But last night, that the way we done it last night, everything about it, being at Ibrox for the second leg and for it to happen there, yeah, no man, nothing nothing comes close to that, the noise, everything about it, every single supporter done themselves proud, uh, it was a, a night that will forever live with me mate, and if we're not doing this podcast in 30 years, somebody mark a calendar that will be here longer than us um, and let us know, see in 30 years, somebody email me on the old podcast thing and tell me to come back and do a podcast about last night and I'll fucking do it, I'm telling you, I'll do it, um, tremendous mate, uh, scenes that I've never witnessed before and I just hope it's the starter mate for the main course. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Like you say, it's hard to put into words what last night was. I'm still drained for last night, and all I've done today is sit and watch replays of it on BT Sports. I actually, I actually didn't realise, but a series linked to the BT Sports Rangers games on my telly. Didn't even realise I did it. So I had the full game, the full three-hour thing today to sit and Amazing, watch. Amazing man. Amazing. Even, even just I need a BT credit. I think BT are actually quite good at covering covering us in yeah. Europe. I think they've been really good. A lot of their videos they bring. I was the Makers Dream video. I thought. Was Got you going, did make you dream. Um, just seen Ali McCoyce last night. Uh, Kenny Miller was there, but Ali McCoyce, like, I mean, I could listen to Ali McCoyce all day, but he was saying, was it nine years ago yesterday or something? It was we won the third division title against East Stirling? I remember being there. It was, um, it was a sellout, I remember it. And if somebody had told you, Ryan, in nine years' time, 
you would have stopped them doing their holy grail 10 in a row and the following season you would make it to the Europa League final by putting teams out of Dortmund, <laughs> Leipzig, Red Star, Braga. You would have thought that was fairy tale stuff. That, that 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 doesn't happen in real life. It doesn't happen in real life, but it is reality at the moment. If somebody had said that to me nine years ago, Ali, I wouldn't have the back of my head looking like a monkey's ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have got a receding hairline thing going on at the moment and it's all down to Rangers um, in the past 10 years, there's no doubt about it the stresses we've gone through the the disappointment there's so many days, I mean it's not a time to look at it, one or two stick out the Scottish Cup final against Hibs and you just felt are we ever going to get back to even winning the league or winning trophies again, there was just so many downs, there really was it was you talk about the journey and you think about going through divisions and winning their divisions, but there was downs there, boys, there was, and there's no doubt about it. Boardroom spats and you were scared to buy your season ticket because you didn't know where your money was going and there were so many of those. But honestly, this team, they are bipolar. There's no doubt about it. There's, they, they, they disappoint themselves sometimes. But to stop, to stop the 10, 155 for us, and put us into a European final, which we have, I know we'll probably, you'll probably ask it at the end of this, but we have such a good chance of winning as well. We are not just in the final, we have a chance of winning this trophy. In 2008, I thought, it's nice to be there. I don't feel like this this year. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, I, was, I feel like, yeah, aye. Yeah, no, I was literally going to come on that, Ryan, like, 100% agree with you. I, I remember back in Manchester, and we were lucky on that run to Manchester. I mean, I remember that Werder Bremen game where they battered us and McGregor <laughs> yeah. pulled off that one save. And it wasn't great. It wasn't great getting there. It was torturous nights watching Rangers. This is different. I agree with you in terms of when we went to Manchester. It was as if we've made it. Aye, it's good to be there. Carney, I, I sense a, a confidence about this Rangers team at the moment, a swagger about this Rangers team, which I think they should have. We've got to this Europa League final. Well, let's say it, battering teams at Ibrox in particular, putting really good teams out, playing really, really good, attractive football. Not as if we're playing backs to the walls and trying to nick a goal. We're playing attractive football. And as Ryan says, and we've got every chance, every, and I don't want to get myself too far ahead because I don't like, I'm always a half glass empty, you know that, but we've got every chance of winning this Europa League final. And I'll also throw something else into it. When we went to Manchester, we played 100 games in 100 days and we were going for a title at that point. The title's done. The title is done and we'll come on to it, obviously, but we can rest. We can rest players. We can be fresh for this final. So, like I say, we have every chance of winning this. Yes, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, look... Um... We are here on merit. There is no away goals rule. We didn't make it through on penalties. We have scored more goals than any team that we've came up against to get us to this stage in the competition. Um, and yeah, mate, you are you're one hundred percent right. Do I think Frankfurt are a good team? Yes. Do I think they're better than Leipzig and Dortmund? I think that's a discussion point. I think on our day, if we decide to play and we can show up and play the best that we possibly can, 
I, I, I see us winning this, genuinely. I think I don't see how we can be stopped. Um, I think the players fully believe that they're going to win this tournament, and I think that is a, it's a massive thing. I don't think when we went to Manchester, the players really, they might have thought they, they could do it, but I don't think they really had the... Uh, they did nothing. They didn't have enough left in the tank to to pull through to actually do it. Whereas this now, mate, I honestly, I'd play Scotia and go on Sunday, mate. I could not care less about Sunday. I honestly couldn't care. My I don't think it matters. Yeah, I don't think it matters. Generally, I don't think it matters. I think we're at the point where it just it, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, they win the league. That's fine. Um, we're going to win the Europa League. So you can put that in your pipe and smoke it. Uh, that we have got an incredible chance, mate. Uh, I'm not going to say we're, we're going to win it. We're not. They're a good team. We're going to need to be at it. We're going to need to be on our best. But we've got prep time in our, in our hand here. We've got two weeks of prep time in our hands here. Um, ah, I mean, I'm, I'm dreaming. Ah, I am dreaming. I said, make me dream, ma'am. I am dreaming. I am absolutely dreaming. And if we thought last night was special... Um, Fucking hell, you're going to need to send a search party out for me if we do it in, the, in May the 18th, mate, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ryan, I would, have, I would never write a team like um, Frankfurt off. I mean, they've, they've they've put out Barcelona, they've put out West Ham, who are, West Ham are a good team. I know they were down to 10 men last night, West Ham. Um, they've put good teams out as well at Frankfurt. German teams are always, always hard opposition. I know we've put two out this season, but they are always hard opposition. It will be tough, but like I said to Carney there, I sense a confidence about this Rangers team. I think they're desperate. They think they can do it, basically. I think they can do it too. I think they believe they can do it. Um, and like I say, the difference from Manchester to now is that I actually think we have a massive chance of doing it. We do. We do, and I want it. I want this trophy. I want it because it's the biggest... It's the biggest European accomplishment by a Scottish team in history. There's no doubt about it. Um, I don't care what anyone says. I genuinely don't. Nobody will take it away from us. If we win that trophy, nothing anybody can ever say will take that, take that away from us because that is the biggest accomplishment by any Scottish team because of the way the financial situation is now. We shouldn't be in a European final. Simple as that. We should not be. We're loaning players. We're getting free transfers in. Our manager left us uh, during the season. We had a crisis in January. We shouldn't be in the European final, but we deserve to be because of the belief. The belief is there throughout that team. And I don't think that they'll turn up in that final and think, we've done Leipzig, we've done Dortmund, so we'll be all right, we'll do them. I think the no. belief, I think that, I think that they're so zoned in for this Europe and they, they, they want that so much. And I know Frankfurt will as well and... They're obviously a great team. They've done really well to get to the final and it'll be a good final. This will be as big a challenge as any game's been this season. I do believe that, but I believe these players can do it. I have got a dream that Tavernier is going to have a suit on walking onto that plane with that Europa League trophy under his arm. And I cannot get the image out of my head, boys. I know that's putting out there and I'll get maybe slated in the comments. I cannot get that image out of my head. I can see him carrying it, and I, I believe we can do it, boys. And I think that I think that team believe, and I think that's what carried them through because there was something special about them last night, boys. Really was. It was just they left it all out there, and if they do that again in the final, we'll get it. Yeah, that hundred percent agree. If they if they do do it, Rangers, 
You might, you might not ever see me in Scotia again, to be honest. We might just be stuck out there for the rest of the time. So, <laughs> and, we've, and we've got a Scottish Cup final that, that three days later, whether that'll be moved to the Sunday, I don't know, but that's on the Saturday. So, I'd imagine that will, mate. I would like to think Hearts would would be okay with moving that to the Sunday to give us yeah. an extra day. I think they would, Hearts. I think they're a, a decent club, to be honest, but... That's that's for another show to talk about that game because we have larger things to talk about. But going from that, I'm going to take us down a wee bit because we need to look ahead to Dundee United at Ibrox on Sunday after that. So, I, I, I mean, it's, it'll be like party time in Ibrox on Sunday, to be honest, which will be quite bizarre because Celtic will basically, they're going to wrap the title up on Saturday when they beat Hearts pretty much. And Ibrox will be bouncing because we're all going to... Seville, where it's, it's the Europa League finals happening. These next two games at Ibrox are irrelevant, to be honest, at the moment. I would do wholesale changes for the next, because we're, it's not that far away, the, the Europa League finals, the 18th. So it isn't far away. So I would do wholesale changes, main players wrapped in cotton wool. I, I don't know, we obviously wouldn't hear for Gio about like Joe Rebo's, Ryan Jacks. Kamar Roof, will he be back possibly? Aaron Ramsey was on the bench last night. We didn't even talk about him, but he was on the bench. Um, but yeah, Carney, Dundee United on Sunday. What do you expect? I, I, honestly, mate, I have never cared less about a game of football in my life as regards Rangers. Honestly, I just don't care. Of course I care. Of course I want Rangers to win. Of course I'll, I'll eventually come round to looking forward to that game. But for... There is, there is just no doubt for me that rest. You, Geo does what he has to do. Now I don't care what it is. I honestly like. I remember saying to um, the guys last night, even before the football started, I don't care if we get beat five 0 off Dundee United. I I generally, I couldn't care less. I know that sounds ludicrous to say, but it's true. It's not important. It just isn't important. Um, this is. We are coming up to the biggest game in our league. We are going to be part of the biggest game in our lifetime. Um, Dundee United at Ibrox when we're not going to win the league is it's irrelevant. It really is. hundred percent, mate. I would, I would, I fully trust whatever Gio plans to do. Uh, I think he will make changes. I think somebody's going to have to say to him at some point, "Look, Gio, let's be realistic. When can they win the league? Actually, like I don't. Well, even know well if they if they beat if they beat Hearts on Saturday, I think they play twelve o'clock or something. They go. There'd be six points clear with two games left. The goal difference. The te- technically, they can't win it because the goal difference. Even though the goal difference is ridiculous. So, if we right. drop points, if we drop points against Dungeon United, it would, that would mathematically they would win it. But technically, they win it in Saturday. If they win Saturday, they win it. Um, so, yeah, well, they're going to win we'll, it. Yeah, if they win, if they win in Saturday, um, then it's done. Yeah. Yeah, it's done. So, so play whoever you need to play. Genuinely, I would make the the most of wholesale changes. I think you will. I, I generally do. Look, you can always win the league. I know that sounds a bit silly to say, considering where we've been and what we spoke about. But obviously, we are now back. But you can, you can always win the league. You can't always win a European trophy. You just no. can't always do it. You have to prioritize it. Yeah, Ryan. I mean, you look you look back to Sakala hitting a post at Parkhead last week. If that had gone in and we'd won that game, we would be three points behind. We'd be looking at a European final. He would probably have to play the same team because technically we'd be still in the league and you're looking for them to slip up. So you might look back at that Sakala hitting the post in a in a bizarre way of thinking about it, going, that's actually helped us because 
as Carney says, and I've said, we can make wholesale changes now because the league is done. But if he'd scored that, it would have been potentially we'd had to play the same team in the next two games. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think I was on the. I don't think I was on the reaction, or I've been a, on a pod since the the old firm game. Um, listen, that sums us up domestically in, in in the league this season. Hitting the post when we drew a game when we should have won. We should have won at Parkhead last week, and they know it. We let them off. We won. We we can ask, We could have made it a bit of a title race coming up the last few games. We didn't because that's what we're doing in the league. We've just not been putting teams away and we've just not done it. And that's it. And the uh, typical Rangers performance in domestically. But listen, boys, I can't even look at my head in this. We're going to Seville and that's it. You know, that's where my head's at. It's been, <laughs> that's my head's been at for a while. The league's been gone for me for a while. And if they do it, is it tomorrow or next week or Wednesday or whenever it is, then, I mean, it's been done for a while. They, <coughs> they won at Ibrooks for me. I know that's not the attitude, but when they won at Ibrooks for me, that was the... Uh, and it was a nail in the coffin for the title for me, and I know we had to focus on Europe. I don't think Gio did. I think he gave it a go. Europe's where it's at for us, boys. We don't have that 2008 problem, as, as you say, where we're playing six games in, in, in a couple of days or whatever it was. Like We literally have a chance to wrap some boys in cotton wool, some boys who have put their heart and soul in to get us there and getting us to a Scottish Cup final as well. We've got a chance of silverware if we can do... If we can do the Europa League blows anything out of the water that they're doing this season. If we do the two of them, my God, boys, these boys are going down in history. They're going down in history anyway, but it's yeah, we've got to a situation where we've got bigger fish to fry than Dundee United are delaying any sort of title. It'll be title party that they're going to have. So yeah, it's a yeah, it was a typical a typical performance for me the Celtic game and Sakala hitting that post just sums up Rangers in the league. But hey. Hey ho, we just got on. We've got we've got bigger fish to fry. Yeah, Carney is like I say, it could be a blessing in disguise. That's the Cala hitting the post in a in a bizarre way, <laughs> weird, weird yeah. way of thinking about it. To be honest, but um, yeah, so I mean, it leads us on to the, the team lineups for Sunday. How oh, don't how ask we're going to hang on? Hang on. I'm going to see. I'm going to see what guys are outside and my neighbours <laughs> and see if they want a game for Rangers on Sunday. <laughs> Are, you, honestly, are, like, any, are any of you wanting a bash at what you think? Not a, not a chance, mate. I would, right. McCrory and McLaughlin. Yeah, well, I've seen CGM 55, right? This is his team, right? He's went <laughs> McLaughlin, Zawowski, Sands, King, <laughs> Simpson, <laughs> Simpson, Simpson, Jack Simpson. Oh, have you yeah. seen Simpson last yeah. night? Yeah, uh, Davis. He's went in the midfield. He's went Davis, McCann, Lowry, Weston, Diallo, and Itton. That's what he's I went. Mean, literally go for it. Generally, I, I could, I couldn't care. I, I, I don't think it will be quite as drastic as that. But I think there's going to be a lot of players that haven't played in a long time playing. Put it that way. I think Diallo will definitely start. I think Davis will probably start because he'll want to be make sure he's as much fit as possible in case he's needed. Aaron Ramsey will start if he's fit. Um, mm. Zukowski, yeah, King, yeah, Lowry, whoever, generally whoever, whoever's not played game. I can't even think of who else is because who else is usually on our bench. I know, I'm trying to think of them. 
Jack Simpson's yeah. the one for me. No, I, yeah, no, I don't know. Hole. I don't know if I'd go that far. I don't know if I'd go that far. But no, like do you stick, do you stick Robbie, do you stick Robbie McCrory up front as a target man? Why not? Mate? Could, yeah, could, sure. Yeah. I'll play. Generally, I'll play. That's what you say. If you pick yeah. Carney and Scotches yeah, up front, I don't mind playing. I'll last about thirty seconds, maybe, and you probably not be able to find a strap that fits me. But I'll give it my best shot. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, look, I know that sounds a wee bit kind of disrespectful to the league and disrespectful to. Dundee United, but I'm sorry, it's true. There is more important things for us to be worrying about here. We are on the cusp of absolute greatness, and these players are will be immortal. They will be immortal if they manage to do it, and it's going to outshine anything. Um, even their pathetic eight and three quarters, or nine and three quarters, whatever it was, eight and three quarters that they won it'll it'll just outshine all that as well because we'll become the story of Scottish football Um, from where we went to to where where we managed if we get there if we do it um, then yeah honestly mate it's it's such a weird feeling to have for a competitive league match that I'm just like (laughs) I'm not really bothered (laughs) it's been a long long time since I said that yeah to, to be honest, I, I, I think it'll be a bit of a party atmosphere. I was on Sunday. Yeah, I think that's what it'll be. be. It'll be a bit of a, like an exhibition going to that. It's just us beach, in the stands. Beach balls at the ready. We need to see if the Celtic fans are still got the beach balls because we'll, I'll need them when I'm going to Seville. So <laughs> it'd be good if they send, send them to my, my address and I'll take them with me. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll need to come to you for a scoreline. So <laughs> Ryan, imagining it is wholesale changes. You might as well just pick a number out of the sky, to be honest, or whatever go, it could be, but I'll need to come for you for a scoreline. I'll go 2 0, Jack Simpson, first goal scorer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Carney. I'll go 3 1 and Alex Lowry to get two. <laughs> I'll go. God, this is, this is literally like putting stuff out of raffle and seeing. Oh, me, yeah. like, you might it's, as well, um, yeah. Yeah, I'll go 2 0 Rangers. Um, Diallo to score first so we can sing his song. Uh-huh. <laughs> that'll, be of, that'll be a bit uh-huh. of a laugh. But um, yeah, I mean, tonight really wasn't talking. I know we're in the club previews, we preview the next game, which is Dundee United. But last night was it's too much of something to, to really look at Dundee United. And in the grand scheme of, of Sunday, Dundee United means nothing, to be honest. So yeah, I'll just come back to you, Ryan. Final thoughts on. Um, on last night and and moving forward to the 18th of May. Hey, I'm going to try and sum this up um, without emotion. I'm so proud of them, Ali. So proud of them. They really gave us everything. They made us, we said, make us dream and they have. They're, I'm more than dreaming now that I want it. As I said earlier on, I want this trophy now. I want more. I want more of that. I'm feeling it. I want more emotion. I want more of these days where... You're just savouring the moment. I want to see more of these videos. I want to see more of the media just spew like absolutely spewing Rangers stuff all over the, all over our TVs and our, our phones. Last night was special. So special that it just it'll live live with you to the day you die. You'll be telling your grandkids about last night. There is no doubt about that. And I want more of it. I want I want this I want this trophy now. And I am in a predicament now where I want to book up, I'm looking at Madrid, going to Madrid with the boys, Harvey and Toby, taking them there on a the Tuesday, going to Seville on the Wednesday and then back to Madrid and doing the tour of the Bernabeu. That's what I'm thinking about. 
but I'm also thinking my old man won't be going. Do I spend it with my old man? Because I think we can win this trophy. And the thought of me, my old man, and Harvey and Toby spending it together, if it's in a living room, it's a living room. It's all about spending those moments with the people that are close to you, whether it's friends or family, whatever it is. And we have such a great opportunity, and it's all down to this team and their attitude and desire. And that is all I'm going to say. Well done, Rangers. Superb. Couldn't have summed up any better there, Ryan. Carney, without you turning into an X Factor for a moment and, and giving us a cry, you know, you're a, you're no, a right. bit like myself. I'm right. the same. I, I'm the same. I cry too. <laughs> Two of us are useless, to be honest. But um, yeah. I, <laughs> useless in other things as well. But um, can you sum can you sum up um, basically sum up last night and, and obviously moving forward to the 18th? I think um, I think we are both useless at being podcasters, mate, because Ryan much, has literally Ryan. showed up and stole the show. Um, yes. he, he, he does it much better than me ever could, mate. Uh, I get Ryan's predicament. If I if my passport was in date, um, I would be the same right now. I'd be in a catch-22 because, look, this is no disrespect to my dad. He's not a young, he's not a young chicken anymore, and uh, there is no way my dad could, he just couldn't do it. In Seville, he, he, he wouldn't be able to do it. it. It would be far too much for him, and that's no disrespect to him because I love my dad. But I think it's, I think it's again. I mentioned it last night with this destiny, destiny thing that it's some things just feel like they're going to happen, and there's nothing you can do to stop them. And when I realised I didn't have my my passport, my passport's not in date. I know. I'm now going to watch it with my dad. And that's the right thing to do, which again leads me to the whole Ryan's idea of we could, we are going to do this. And I I would I don't think I'd be able to forgive myself for not spending it with my dad. Um because he is the reason I am what I am. He is the reason that that renders are my life. And it wouldn't be right. Um, I look. I love you boys. I love you, Noah. Do and I love fucking. I love for the fuck what we what we are building here with this podcast. It's is something something incredible. It's already more than I ever thought that they could be. Um, and I'll be gutted that I'm not with you in Seville, obviously. But to spend it with my dad and to spend it with my close family, which is the way it's kind of shaping up, look like it's going to be. Um, I can't imagine anything better than that and I will be in a living room and it's not going to make a difference to me where I am in the world because I'll be with the people that mean the most to me so look um, there we go X Factor moment um, I just it's going to it's going to be everything if we manage to do it uh, so yeah it's, this is enjoy this for what it's going to be enjoy the, the 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 whole build up to it because we are going to continue to build up to it as well and um, there's no doubt about it every 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 podcast is going to turn into a preview for the final i don't think there's any doubt about it um but yeah ah on a personal note again I, I thank you boys for doing this all the time dealing with my shite all the time and um i thank everybody for involved in the comments um but we're about to go and create history um, I'm going to start absolutely believing every single bit of it because we deserve this. We are the people. Yeah, no, brilliantly put by the two of you there. I don't know how I even follow that, to be honest. If Pete Scotch is not here, he could follow that mm. one, but he's in a boat to Belfast. So. Um, but no, it's, it is hard to, as I've said, it's, it's hard to sum up. I'm, I'm in a, a fortunate position where I can, I, can, I can go, I can afford to go. My work allow me to take time off. I'm, I'm going from the Monday to the Friday. 
Um, I will be back. Well, I say I will be back for the Scottish Cup. You never know. Stranger things have happened. But it's, um, yeah, it's, I just, I was, I was, I was there in Manchester with Scotia. Um, and um, the only thing that annoyed me about Manchester was it was in Manchester. I wanted it to be in a, a foreign country. What Celtic got when they went to Seville? Because that looked good, to be honest. Um, we've got the chance. Another Scottish club has got the chance to go there and, and take that trophy back. We've got a massive chance. Um, make us dream, Rangers. They are making us dream, but I've got a feeling it, this could be a reality. And this will, this will be the biggest, if Rangers do it, the biggest trophy in my lifetime. Um, and I just can't wait to see James Tavernier, a guy that I've said umpteen times in this podcast, could have walked away for Rangers five years ago, could have went down to the Championship England Premiership, played for a team with no pressure. He stayed, lifted that trophy last year, and he's leading by example as a captain. No, no, no Rangers fan now can come back, come back and say, James Tavernier isn't a Rangers captain. Yes, he is. Look what he did last night. Fantastic. And I, I'd love nothing more to see him lift that trophy on the 18th of May. Regardless if I get a ticket for Seville or if I'm watching a fans when I really don't care, but I just wouldn't have been amongst it. And yeah, I love every bit. So yeah, I won't come back to you and just let you speak again, guys, because it can get quite emotional. But I'd like to thank you for coming on. Um, Deb Carney and, and Ryan, it's a pity Scotia can't be here. He would have been here, but he's... Um, it shows the dedication for Scotia as well that he's away to Belfast to try and get his passport sorted. So, no, well done, Scotia, that he's he's, he's doing that. It just it just shows you how much Rangers mean to everyone. Yep. And um, I hope Definitely. I just hope I hope Scotia gets back one piece. So we'll, we'll hear back. <laughs> we'll hear we'll hear back for Scotia. But no, thanks for everyone for tuning in tonight. Thanks for all the comments. I'd like to also say thanks for all the, we're starting to meet a lot of the a lot of the subscribers and, and people that listen to us down Paisley Road and in the pubs and stuff and you'd come up to speak come up and speak to us and always say kind words. I've not had anyone come up yet and say you talk absolute garbage yet. So <laughs> it's um, you know it's 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 nice to hear and it's it's not it's nice to hear. We we do this as a hobby. We don't do this to make money or anything. This is a hobby. Like like Ryan was saying you could sit and talk about Rangers all day, same McCartney, I'm the exact same sit and talk about Rangers all the time. Um this is a hobby to us, but it's humbling to hear from everyone out there that they enjoy the podcast and it gets them through days and people that can't go to the game, it's, it shows raw emotion, which is which is what we try and do. It's not scripted. Tonight was not scripted. I had zero script coming on tonight. So, um, But yeah, we'd like to thank everyone. Thank everyone in the comments. Thank my guests tonight. Good luck, Scotia. And we have been Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, and we will see you on Tuesday. Goodbye. Oh, well, Sunday, actually. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you got it there. Goodbye. <laughs>